Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We have got a loaded show for you. Frank Isola, Jeff Schwartz, and Dr. David Chow. Clay Thompson, potentially torn Achilles, one of the good dudes in the NBA. What do we find out about it? Great conversation with Dr. David Chow. NFL, the Cardinals going up against the Seahawks. And why have all the Corona bros suddenly gone silent with college uh, college basketball coming back after they fought so hard for college football not to be played? It is fascinating. Plus, a caller from New York. He's not a big fan. Uh, All that and more. The Outkick podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We start to turn towards the weekend. A couple of big stories that are out there. Uh, The Cardinals play tonight at the Seahawks. Kyler Murray with an opportunity to really follow up on the Hale Murray and thoroughly introduce himself to the nation as one of the best quarterbacks, certainly one of the best young quarterbacks, in the entirety of the NFL. Conversely, Russell Wilson, 10 turnovers in the last four games. Opportunity for him to reestablish dominance in the NFC West after back-to-back losses. This is, boys and girls, a big NFL game to kick off the return of the NFL Week 11 about to get underway this evening. The NFL draft was last night. Uh, To me, the most interesting part of the whole thing is LaMelo Ball, uh, now headed to the Charlotte Hornets, so maybe we can finally get the LeVar Ball versus Michael Jordan one-on-one basketball matchup that we have all been waiting for. Uh, in all honesty, uh, James Wiseman to the Warriors, probably the pick 
that has the most impact on the upcoming season, but the Warriors went from uh, agony to ecstasy pretty quickly, potentially, with news that came down yesterday afternoon, evening, that potentially Clay Thompson had torn his Achilles. We will talk with Dr. David Chow in the third hour of the program, as we always do, to get you ready for the NFL weekend upcoming and see what he has been able to glean, if anything, about the Southern California potential pickup basketball game injury uh, that may have occurred to Clay Thompson, who, of course, is coming off of having missed an entire season after tearing the ACL in his right knee, I believe it was, and uh, in game six of the NBA Western Conference, or sorry, the NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors, what feels like a very, very long time ago now. So we will see what ends up happening uh, with Clay Thompson. Those stories all hanging out over the upcoming weekend. Also, and I'm knocking furiously on the uh, four mica table here. I said yesterday that we hadn't had any major, any major Power Five conference cancellations so far this week. We are now into Thursday. Good day Wednesday in general. I know there were more games that were canceled, but we managed to avoid them in most of the major conferences. And so if we could make it through Thursday, make it through this show, and also go ahead and get into Thursday, typically games aren't being canceled on Thursday, which is a cautionary sign. And Friday, it's very rare that we get college football games canceled because teams are starting to travel by that point. So, cautiously optimistic that we may get back to normalcy in the SEC where only one game has been canceled. So far, there hasn't been a Big Ten game canceled, although there's whispers that that Michigan State-Maryland game may potentially be in trouble. And the ACC, by and large, has been in the Big 12 and everything else fairly safe. We'll have to wait and see exactly what is going to happen, but there are reasons for optimism, at least as we get ready for the weekend in college football, that things may be closer to normal than they have been in the uh, in the past several weeks. Fingers crossed, we'll see exactly what ends up happening there. But I want to bring in the crew. We've got a loaded program, uh, undoubtedly, across uh, the board. We're going to talk with Frank Isola in the first hour. Second hour, we'll talk with our guy Jeff Shorts. Third hour, we will discuss uh, what is going on uh, in the uh, injury issues with Dr. David Chow, as I just mentioned. But we're getting close to the return of the NFL Week 11 here. And one of the big storylines that's out there is about what's going on with the Raiders. And I actually want to get the latest in that, what I think is one of the biggest game, if not the biggest game of the weekend with the Chiefs going on the road against the Raiders on Sunday, trying to avenge the only loss that they have had so far. Uh, what say you, Danny G? It sounds like the entire Raider defense is uh, is in a rough spot here. Yeah, that's, uh, to put it mildly, half of the defensive starters are on the COVID list now. Yeah, and they're not able to practice, right? So right. I mean, they're just all sitting in, and it's kind of like what happened to the Titans earlier in the year. And the rumor was Furl has COVID. Sounds like that's where this came from. Uh, originally, I guess it came from Big Trent Brown, who's been dealing with COVID for weeks and weeks. 
what a mess because the last time the Raiders dealt with this, instead of their game getting moved back, their game got moved up, remember, because it had to come off of Sunday night football. Once again, they are dealing with COVID issues going into a Sunday night game. I'm surprised they're leaving that game as a Sunday night game, honestly, because if suddenly there were major issues, they would be up against it like CBS has been up against it in terms of not having anything else to put on there. Uh, maybe they'll adjust it still as we get closer to Sunday and move that game. It might get bumped up earlier again, right? Or uh, potentially in some way, form or fashion, they may have to adjust to see who's actually going to be able to uh, to play in that game. Uh, but that is one certainly that's worth paying attention to if you are a gambler or if you're just a fantasy football player and you're trying to figure out who in the world's going to be able to play and what to expect there. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win with relative ease. By the way, the Chiefs have their own issues with players on the uh, on the COVID contact list, and one of them is the brother of our guest in hour two, uh, Mitch Schwartz, who is the brother of uh, of Jeff Schwartz, is currently on the COVID list. We'll ask Jeff what he knows about that in the second hour of the program. Last night, NBA draft was going on. I actually, I mean, to me, unless you really are all in on your favorite team having a pick, and I don't really have a favorite team in the NBA. It's pretty easy to follow drafts, particularly like this, on social media. So I saw all the picks. I didn't watch it at all. Uh, any major takeaways? Did you guys watch? Did you watch, Danny G? I did the same exact thing you did. I followed it on Twitter. What about you, Dub? Did you watch the NBA draft at all last night? Yeah, I watched a little bit of the draft. I watched a little bit of Maction. But wasn't there a rule a couple years ago that the NBA was like to Woj and Shams and all those guys? You're not, not to supposed spoil. to tip picks. Yeah. And I mean... They basically just said, "Screw you guys, we're going to do it anyways." I yeah, don't know. I, th- I just think it's kind of funny, but it yeah. does kind of it does kind of suck if you want any drama at all on the TV broadcast. I'm sure ESPN isn't too thrilled about it. Yeah, I mean, look, the number of people who are obsessively on social media is small, and and it you know sometimes if you're on social media, you feel like the whole world is there, and that's sometimes one of the major difficulties associated with it is people treat it totally as the real world. So. You know, only 20% of American adults are on uh, Twitter. So uh, the vast majority of sports fans aren't sitting around following Twitter moment to moment on their phones, even though it sometimes feels like that. And uh, But if you're a casual fan, and I would put myself in the, in the casual fan realm, if I know that every pick is going to be put on Twitter before it actually happens on television, unless I'm a diehard fan of one particular team and I'm obsessed with who that team's going to take – and even then, if that's true, I can still find out faster on social media than I can live on television. It seems like that has to be a negative overall in terms of the amount of interest. Now, I think in general, because the NCAA tournament didn't happen, there are a lot less players that are well-known by the casual fan. And certainly the NBA is so international, there's always a lot of players that aren't very well-known. But I felt like this year in particular, was it just me or were there not really very many guys that people had strong opinions about at all, anywhere in the draft? It just feels like a lot of times the NCAA tournament convinces you that a guy is going to be a big-time superstar or not, or there's lots of different moving parts associated with it. It seemed to me that this year there was not very much drama. And in fact, the Clay Thompson news is by far infinitely bigger than anything that might have happened in the draft itself. Eddie, did you watch any of the NBA draft? I did not. I mean, would you ordinarily have watched, or 
Because, I mean, there, I mean, you mentioned Dub, uh, Maction was on, and I had a little bit of Maction on, but it was kind of a quiet night, especially given how busy our sports calendar has been in general. Tuesday, Wednesday, Maction is, uh, is giving us some college football. But right now, we've got college basketball that's starting next week, so then we'll start to be awash in all the different games that are going on. But we're hit a little bit of a slow patch. So, in theory, this Wednesday should have been a night when if you're at least remotely interested in the NBA, you would be watching, but it didn't feel like it really kind of captured the national consciousness. Well, as the old guy on the show, I mean, I obviously remember when we had a, you know several legitimate college basketball stars that we looked forward to seeing. And you didn't know where they were going to go, right, and you exactly. thought they might be impactful as soon as they got to the league. And now you've got guys that you don't you don't know at all some of them aren't even like Lamella ball didn't even play college basketball and you've got high school kids and you don't you haven't watched them play maybe you've heard the names but it's just it's completely different than it was before i mean not to sound like you know again like the old guy but it just doesn't have the same interest at all just for, on any level for me yeah what about you roberto did you i mean because i used to love the nba draft right and i, I yeah, do think i do think it was because we all knew the players and that's partly the N- nba has gone international so when there are, I mean, you look at the top 20 or whatever, and there are tons of dudes that literally I've never heard of before. Like uh, like there was an Israeli point guard who got drafted in the top 10 when I scrolled through. Like I've legitimately never heard of that guy's name in my entire life. It's impossible for me to have any opinion whatsoever of how good he's going to be. Now, I think that's good on the international level because I'm sure it's great to have a lot of people in Israel caring about how this guy's going to do in the NBA, and they all have opinions, and certainly – if you're a Euro basketball league fan, there are a lot of people that have strong opinions about all the Euro guys that regularly get drafted and come into the league and have opportunities to play. And that certainly gives them a reason to care. But for the draft itself, there's absolutely nothing that your average college basketball fan, American basketball fan can know about at least half of the picks. And uh, and obviously the the league has changed, but it used to be. Uh, when it came to the NBA draft, you would have an opinion on pretty much everybody. And I think that was made worse this year because there's no NCAA tournament. So most people are pretty casual college basketball fans. And then they come in and they pay a lot of attention to the NCAA tournament. And so then they use whatever they see happen in the NCAA tournament as evidence about how guys are going to do in the NBA. And oftentimes that's a little bit of a far-fetched idea that you can watch three or four or five or six games or whatever it is in the NCAA tournament and be able to project based on who got hot during those six-game stretch how they're going to do in the NBA. But it at least gives you a storyline to follow. This year, they didn't have that at all. By the way, credit to the NCAA because they are making the decision, it appears, to play all of the games in Indianapolis, although that isn't officially official. But all 68 teams would be in Indianapolis. The entire NCAA tournament would be going on. I'm curious if they're going to try to create an NCAA tournament bubble because that actually sounds really fun. If you could be a part of the NCAA tournament bubble and just jump around and go watch whatever game you want uh, in Indianapolis as a uh, as a fan or a media member or whatever it might be, uh, that sounds like it could be really cool. Uh, and by the way, I want to mention this because I feel like it's sneaking up on a ton of people. We're less than a week away to college basketball starting. Do you remember when everybody was fighting so hard to try to keep college basketball, uh, college football from happening? All the Corona bros out there were like, it's not safe. What in the world are they doing? How are they going to play football? And now basketball's happening. And have you guys, has anybody on the show 
read a single criticism of college basketball happening? Zero. Have you heard anything, Dub? Uh, no, what I about one beep. What about you, Eddie? You're in the update uh, industry here. Like you followed the like. I haven't seen a single word from any person saying college basketball shouldn't be played. I haven't even heard anybody talking about it starting. I mean, which is crazy, right? But it is going to start like basically next week. I mean, we're we're here for the season. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's completely off the radar right now. I mean, is it not totally hypocritical of all of the people in the media who were obsessed with how unsafe it was going to be to play college football outside? for none of them to even say a word about playing college basketball indoors with fans present? I I mean, to me, all of these people, and you know who they are, the Corona Bros in the sports media, who made a huge point about how unsafe it was going to be for college football and, oh my God, how in the world are they going to have crowds present and all those things. There's, There's no defending them suddenly saying nothing about college basketball. There's only two possibilities here to me. One, they they should have to come out and publicly acknowledge that everything that they said about college football, the danger, the fact that people were going to get sick and hospitalized. And remember, a lot of them were saying, oh my God, football play, people are going to die if they play college football this year. That hasn't remotely come true. There hasn't even been, to my knowledge, a single college football player hospitalized with any COVID-related issue. Coach, none of that. Also, as if that were not enough, if you look at the college campus in general, there's been almost no negative uh, outcome from hundreds of thousands of positive tests on college campuses. So that whole storyline has vanished. And really, all the people who tried to terrify you and say, oh, you can't play college football safely, they should all have to come out and acknowledge that they were totally wrong and that they built up fear for no reason, right? I mean, remember all that myocarditis talk? Oh, these guys' hearts are going to be inflamed. They're never going to be the same again. Like, it's all disappeared. And again, knock on wood, we're in mid, uh, mid-November, but we've been going for over two months in much of college football and there hasn't been any kind of major issue in terms of health, or all those people need to acknowledge it was just about the election. And so they were like, oh, you can't play college sports safely. I mean, I remember Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports had an expert, and he wrote a huge article like, oh, it was like, I think he said like 10 college football players are going to die if they play the season this year. That's what he wrote. And the reality has been nobody has even remotely had any health-related concerns. So what do you think it is for these guys? I mean, I'm curious with you guys out there. Do you think they now realize they were all wrong? Or was this all political? Because I can only see it as being one of those two reasons why if you fought so hard for college football not to be played and talked about how dangerous it was... And now college basketball is going to start, and we'll probably talk about this next week. We'll open up phones because I'm actually curious from you guys uh, as we roll into Thanksgiving. College basketball starting. They're going to have crowds present indoors in arenas in the winter, and nobody's even saying a word. What do you think it is, Danny G? Like, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's just that they're now aware they were wrong and they're trying to hope that people aren't going to notice? Or is it so. politics? For me, I think that they overreacted being really scared at the start of this and then now they don't want to admit that they 
you know, went too far with the dramatics because it kind of turned into a contest back then in March, April, May. Who could be the most scared? Yeah, and and the most empathetic towards people who were getting sick. Like, oh, I care about people getting sick more, than, more than you, you. do. Yeah, yeah it, it turned into that kind of contest. What about you, Dub? What do you think's happened? Do you think they've recognized that they're wrong, or do you think it was all political? I don't know. I think they've recognized more than anything that it's just nothing's going to happen in their in their way so they're just not going to talk about it. like they're going to lose the battle in other words it's going to happen it's going to play college football obviously is playing nfl obviously is playing all these sports are going to play so what's the point of basically making a fool out of yourself claiming that this is so dangerous and so unsafe and it shouldn't happen when it's going to happen anyways yeah what about you eddie what do you think happened yeah, I tend to agree with Danny and, and Dub. And you mentioned the Dennis Dodd. Uh, Do you remember article? that? What was the number that he said we're going to die? We need to it, look that I, up. I, yeah, I think you were in the ballpark there. But I mean, you read that article. I read it, and I was like, "This is crazy." He was like, "Oh my god, if if we play college football this fall, ten players are going to die." And I was like, "This is first of all, it was the data didn't even support what he was arguing back in like you know what I think it was like June or July." But now it looks even more ridiculous to have had that opinion. Yeah, I, I would say that, it, like I said, it, 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 they don't want to look dumb. They know it's a losing battle at this point. And so why, why get into that fight? But it's super hypocritical to argue that it's not safe to play football outdoors and say nothing about playing basketball indoors, right? Like you're basically just acknowledging that your entire argument was wrong. What's the yeah, article? How many people he, did he say was going to die? He says three to seven college football players will die due to the virus in 2020. Okay. And how many have died? None. Zero. Yeah. So How many have gotten seriously ill? Zero, zero that I'm aware zero. of. Like, yeah. I haven't heard of a single team, knock on wood again, I haven't heard of a single team that has had to put a player into the hospital because of COVID this year. Not one. Now, and and I think, I tend to think that means there basically have been none, right? And if there are guys who are hospitalized, and this is larger college universe, it typically <clears throat> is because they have another major underlying health-related concern that may have gotten triggered by COVID in some way, but I haven't even seen anybody that has been hospitalized in the sense where you were like, oh my God, they're actually in danger of some sort of dramatically bad outcome. I just, I just haven't seen it anywhere. I, and I there are if, thousands and thousands of, 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 of college football players. I wonder how much the Justin Turner thing has factored in this at all because he's in the dugout for an entire game. He's on the field. He's socializing with all these guys. He's hugging people. And no one got sick. And we yeah. knew he was positive. Well, not only that, I mean, Dr. Sills, the head of the NFL's, um, you know, like overall health uh, related issues in the NFL, points this out. There hasn't been a single case in the world that they can point to from someone getting COVID from playing a sport on the other side during the game, right? And so let me unpack what I just said in case that was confusing. It's not being transmitted across teams. Right, So uh, remember all the talk back in March when this started, Rudy Gobert tests positive and the NBA shuts down and people were like, oh my God, well, Rudy Gobert just played against whatever team it was, right? He's on the Jazz. He had just played against whatever team. And they were not able, they went back and they tested everybody. Remember when the Marlins happened 
and they're like, oh my God, the Marlins just played, I think it was the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken, uh, whoever they were playing, and they were like, oh my God, they just played all those games. There has not been a single case of COVID being traced at any level of sport anywhere in the world from one team to the other team because of competition. Remember when that picture came out of Stephon Gilmore whispering to Patrick Mahomes and everybody was like, oh my God, look, Patrick Mahomes is going to get the virus. And I got to give credit to Dr. David Chow because I think he's done a better job of writing and explaining about this than anybody. He's like, those are limited contacts. You have to be exposed for a prolonged period of time in order to end up actually testing positive for the virus. And most of the interactions that take place during the course of sporting events and certainly during the course of games don't rise to that level, which is why we haven't seen it happen anywhere in the world. So the competitions themselves... Now look, when guys are in the, in the, the locker room together, uh, when they are uh, you know in meeting rooms and, and spending all their time together, roommates... Like, all of that, yes, when you're in close contact with somebody on your own team. But again, none of these positives are leading to any sort of significantly negative outcome. And so I just kind of sit around and I'm like, when are these guys going to acknowledge that they got it completely wrong? Uh, When we come back, we'll be joined by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! 
there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and Installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Redestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Frank Isola joins us now at the Frank Isola. Frank, uh, I, I was just asking a question. I don't know uh, if you saw it. I also just tweeted it out to allow you guys to vote out there in the uh, the general public and the OutKick crew. We heard so much about how it was unsafe to play college football and, oh, my God, what are they doing? How could they possibly do this? And now college basketball is set to tip off next week and I haven't heard a single word from anybody about it being unsafe to play college basketball. And many of these teams are not only playing, obviously, they're playing indoors and they're going to have fans present indoors. So people were all like, oh my God, how are they going to play football outdoors with crowds? And then they're saying nothing at all about college basketball. Now I'm in favor of all sports being played and finding a way to do it. But why do you think the story is not even being discussed for college basketball? Maybe because one is a little bit more popular than the other. And I also think the big thing with the NCAA in terms of college basketball is to get that uh, NCAA tournament off the ground. Yep. Because remember last year, everything shut down March 11th. So they didn't have a contingency plan. They lost so much money. I had heard from somebody, I mean, even Mike Krzyzewski said it, but I had heard from people that had spoken to people over at the NCAA, they said there is no way that we are not having this tournament this yep. year. That's why you've already heard them come out, right, and say to their credit, yeah. in, one, in one location in Indianapolis is too much money involved. That's why I don't even think they care how many games these guys play, whether it's 15, 20, 25, whatever the case may be. They want to get that tournament going. I think there's so much stuff going on right now that maybe it is kind of floating under the radar. Because remember, Clay, by now the college basketball season already would have started in a normal year. Yeah, I just think it's wild that we had such a huge debate. Like, I had to fight tooth and nail in order for the college football season to happen, and I felt like every day was a knife fight on social media with <laughs> uh, with all these people trying to, you know, myocarditis. Or, you know, we just mentioned, like, uh, Dennis Dodd wrote this histrionic column about how, how many college football players were going to die if they actually played the season, and it's obviously been proven so far to be total a total joke, like the, the fact that that was ever written. And so I'm just kind of fascinated by that in general. So I'm going to open up phone lines and actually let people weigh in, I think, in the next hour. But um, 
uh, appreciate you getting up early with us. Did you watch the draft last night? And if so, how much interest did you have in it? I know you're an old school NBA guy. Um, I, you know, we were talking about this off the jump. A lot of the guys we just don't know and or didn't get to watch play in the NCAA tournament. So it felt uh, in many ways sort of anticlimactic uh, compared to the usual NBA draft. Absolutely, because the first guy taken played one year, um, Anthony Edwards Wiseman, who was taken second when he played two games in Memphis. And we all knew who LaMelo Ball was, but for probably all the wrong reasons, we never really got to see him play. He played in Lithuania and Australia. And also, too, what, you know, there's a lot of things that hurt the NBA draft, and you just mentioned it. One of them, the idea that we haven't seen these guys since March. They didn't get an NCAA tournament. But the NBA has allowed trades to begin on Monday, and free agency begins on Friday. And that always is going to take precedent over the draft. I get that fans love the draft. Every fan thinks that, you know, well, we're getting a young player. This automatically means he's going to become a good player. Just go back five years and type in, you know, the 2015 NBA draft. Go look through the players. You'll say, oh, he's good, not good, not good, out of the league. You know, so everyone goes crazy over the draft because they order, it gives people hope, and that's what people yeah. like having. But uh, to me, the bigger news, obviously, was Clay Thompson, the Philadelphia 76ers making the trades that they made. There were a lot of trades that happened yesterday, and those are going to be bigger. The, the first pick was about to happen, and Jay Billis, I thought he was pretty funny last night because he was – you know, he was saying, hey, well, if I'm Minnesota, you consider trading down. I'm thinking, well, how good can the draft be if the team that has the first Yeah, pick, They're already saying maybe you should consider trading down. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, we're talking to Frank Isola. What, uh, by the way, do you think or are you hearing about Clay Thompson? Because that's the b- much bigger news. If he suddenly was out for another season, that would be brutal for the Warriors who picked second overall and uh, otherwise seem pretty excited to take James Wiseman. But that's a that's a body blow right before the draft. Well, they gave the hockey terminology, right, that it's a lower leg injury. What does that mean? Like, if he blew out his Achilles, you kind of know that as soon as it happens. Yeah. So, the, you know, they're, we're hearing reports that it could be that, but that the Warriors are hopeful that maybe it's not that bad. I remember Patrick Ewing a million years ago suffered a partially torn Achilles, but, you know, he didn't go deep. He was hurt and he was limping. This it, it does seem, Unfortunately, it does seem like it's probably the worst-case scenario for Clay Thompson, who not only is a terrific player, he's a terrific guy. He's everything that you'd want in a professional basketball player, a professional athlete in general. And it's going to be tough. I mean, let's face it, that's minimum an, eight, an eight-month injury. So he's not, you're not going to see him for this season. Clay, he hasn't played, just like Kevin Durant. Neither of these guys have played since June of 2019. It's amazing, yeah. So now you might not see Clay Thompson until October of 22, believe it or not. Yeah, it's awful uh, for, for oh, the Warriors if I'm that sorry. ends up happening. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kevin Durant, there is you're up in New York, and there is the rumor that James Harden may be going to the Brooklyn Nets to join forces with Kevin Durant and uh, with Kyrie Irving. Do you think that happens? I don't think it does. I mean, if you're the Houston Rockets, you know, the players that they, they would get back would be guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. Those, those are very good role players. But, you know, you're going to lose a lot of games in the West. You already traded away your draft pick. So if you lose in the Western Conference, Oklahoma City's getting is going to be the beneficiary of that. So I would think if I'm the Rockets, I have to show something. You know, that's why I would try to hold out and see if I can get Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers. Daryl Morey obviously running Philadelphia. He'd like it. But Harden really has put um, the Rockets in a bad position here. You know, and this is where the NBA players a lot of times turn the fans off because – one player can really determine the outcome of your season. It could, you know, you add one great player to your team, it changes everything. So here's Harden, 
who's got $131 million coming to him over the next three years. He's the one that didn't want Chris Paul on the team, so they traded him. They traded away a lot of assets, and he wakes up one day and says, well, I don't want to play for you anymore. Yeah, it really puts your team in a difficult position. It's just a bad look all the way around. Yeah, and especially if you're a fan in, in Houston who has invested a lot of time in a team that, let's be honest, has been pretty frustrating in the postseason, and you've spent a lot of time uh, you know, supporting James Harden, and then suddenly he just says, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. And as you mentioned, basically, if, if he doesn't want to be there anymore and they were to trade him, effectively the Rockets are just going back into full-on rebuild mode, right? I mean, they're going to go from a team that at least had an outside shot to potentially try and advance in the playoffs to a team that is trying to get the overall number one pick for potentially multiple years uh, to try to get back to being decent again. And, Clay, remember, too, whenever they talk about player empowerment, you know, obviously the players love it, the agents love it, now even the media and the fans, they think it's the greatest thing that the players have all this power. Yeah, it's great to have the power because when things fall apart, you don't suffer the consequences. Yeah. For example, Kawhi Leonard you know, threw his weight around and he told the Clippers, I want Paul George to be here, so they mortgaged their future. They gave away all these draft picks to bring in Paul George. Look how badly he played. Yeah. Paul George was terrible in the bubble. Clay Thompson kind of disappeared a little bit too. And what happened? Doc Rivers lost his job. Now, the one guy where player empowerment has worked out, I don't have to always agree with it, but LeBron at least brings you to the finals, and chances are you might win. So he throws his weight around in L.A., you know, wants him to get Davis, they do, and they win it. So player empowerment, if I was a player, yeah, it's a great thing because when it doesn't work out, I'm the last one that gets blamed. Everybody else gets blamed. The coach is going to get blamed, the GM will get blamed, and, I'm, and I uh, move along scot-free. What would you think of Justin Herbert's haircut? <laughs> Do you ever Not have a impressive. really bad haircut in your life where you were like, man, this is a disaster? Of course. Yeah. Of course. And then the, you know what the barber tells you, right? Yeah. It's a little grow back. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, then, then you got to walk around with a hat for like a week. And then yeah. you gotta, and if you're a guy, now back, you know, you were allowed, believe it or not, Clay, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you were allowed to do this. You were allowed to make fun of people with a bad haircut. Oh, it yeah, yeah, right. It wasn't bullying. You were just busting chops. That's yeah. what it was considered back then. Yes. And you would face a lot of that for a long time in school. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, uh, nowadays everything's offensive, yes. But, uh, but yes, the, the the bad haircut. I mean, I saw the Justin Herbert haircut, and I said, I don't know if I can support this guy for Rookie of the Year anymore. This is a, this is a bad decision. I don't know if I, if I trust him as the face of the franchise after that haircut decision. Uh, Frank, I stole anything big going on for you for the weekend? No, I'm uh, obviously the free agency is Friday. Yeah. And then what, what, what's the big college football game? Oh, I got that Northwestern. My son went to Northwestern, so I got to see Northwestern, Wisconsin. We'll yeah, it's a big Northwestern game. Is for and real crazily, Indiana, Ohio State's kind of a big game uh, as well uh, going oh, forward. Oh, and Indiana, that, that's an excellent one. Yeah. How, how, about Michigan, how about Michigan State? Michigan State got kind of smoked at home by both Rutgers and Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, they're in a rough spot, and they beat Michigan, which is still maybe the most surprising uh, outcome of all of those uh, to see exactly where they are. Uh, good stuff, as always, Frank Isola. We will talk to you next week. All right, Clay, thanks. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be
Uh, all right, going to take some of your calls. I'll open up phone lines uh, here for the uh, end of this hour and then the opening of the next hour, 877-996-6369. Uh, got a poll question up for you. College foot basket, I'm reading directly from my poll question. You can follow me on Twitter at Clay Travis. College basketball starts next week and will be played indoors with fans in many different places across the country. Yet zero Corona bros in sports media have argued for canceling the season. Why have they, uh, these Corona Bro hypocrites, been silent after fighting so hard against college football being played? Uh, I gave you two options. College football proved them wrong by being able to play without draconian, awful results. Or the election is over. 81% of people are saying the election is over, that this was all political. Uh, Let's go to the phones. 877-996-6369. By the way, that's with, uh, let's see, 4,000 votes in here in the first 15 minutes of the poll. Who's up first? Yeah, we got David in New Orleans. David, does it seem wild to you that so many people could fight against college football and then uh, say nothing at all about college basketball? Uh, No, I I believe it's a money thing as far as college basketball goes. I mean, they've missed one season, so they're not going to miss another regardless. But I think the way they went about this whole thing was right because if they hadn't, there could have been, you know, if they hadn't brought it to everybody's attention like they did, it could have been death. But because they, that was like preventative type situation. They did help the situation by coming at it the way they did to to bring awareness of what's going on. So a lot of people died from that. Yeah, thanks for the call. Almost none of them are college age, though. The average college kid is under more danger of dying from the flu than he or she is from COVID. So the argument that people like Dennis Dodd made at CBS Sports, oh my God, so many college football players are going to die if they play the season. It's completely wrong. And if it's about money, college bas- college football makes way more money than college basketball. So that argument doesn't make sense to me. Who's up next? We got Ivan in California. Ivan, what you got for me? Uh, hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on the show. Um, the re- My reasoning is because they, uh, they're they following the protocols that are set in place here in California. California is real strict. I'm just going to use California example. California is really strict with wearing masks, washing your hands, and things like that. That's why, and even then, they're still catching COVID. Now, your data, and they have the same data, does support that the younger people uh, is not as severe, even though they're starting to get sick now. Uh, it's not as severe as maybe the older people. So combined with the mask, combined with the washing hands, combined with the strict protocols will allow them uh, to play because I have the same requirements for my basketball team. Thanks for the call. My, my point is maybe some people are missing it or at least the two callers have. Everybody out there in sports media just about except for me was like, oh my God, there's no way we can play college football. Big 10 shuts down. They're like, oh, it's so brave of the Big 10 to shut down. Pac-12 shuts down. Oh, it's so brave of the Pac-12 to shut down. There's no way they could play it safely. Then to their credit, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 refuse to follow the Big 10's lead and are able to start playing and nobody's dying and they're having fans present and everything's going fine. And then the Big Ten's like, oh, maybe we can play. And then the Pac-12's like, oh, maybe we can play. And all the media that was praising them just disappears. 
no one is making the argument, even though college basketball is indoors, and even though it's in winter, which is when viruses spread more, no one out there in the media is making the argument that college basketball can't play. So if that group of media, the Corona Bros, were being honest, they would come out and say, apology to everybody, we got this completely wrong, you can play safely. Or they would say, it was all political, we just didn't want anything to happen because of the election. It's one or the other. 877-996-6369. They said you couldn't play college football. College football outdoors is much safer than college basketball indoors. They aren't saying a word about college basketball. Why? 877-996-6369. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.